0: Overcrest, I'm Chris and I'm Jake and uh, this is the long-awaited episode. I know a couple people were messaging me when this episode <laughs> was going to go up because they saw so wh- why are they adventure?
1: Why are they waiting? What uh, are we talking about today?
0: Well we'll talk a little bit about it later but uh, I picked up a 996
1: which is a, it's a Porsche, Porsche 911.
0: Yep, sorry. Porsche 911, uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. Tiptronic, Aero Package, blah, blah, blah. We'll get into it a little bit more later.
1: I, I do have another question. Why was that song our intro music?
0: Because my life is a meme right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Between the wheels and all the cars and everything else, my life is a meme. You are so. pretty
1: ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: I just shake my head a lot while watching your Instagram stories. Yeah, You have a lot to complain about. Wait, no, you don't really have anything to complain about, but you are good at complaining about it.
0: I, I do, yeah. It's, I'm <laughs> glad you're entertained. I am Sure, glad. That's,
1: a, that's a good word for it. So uh, before we get started, though, I always want to tease kind of what's going on. As you know, we have our Momo Prototipo steering wheel. It's a brand new steering wheel we're giving away at the end of this month. The entire month of August, you can enter to win it. You enter by going over to iTunes, leaving us a review, however many stars you think we deserve. So far, we've had fives across the board. Yeah,
0: never had less than a five. But don't <laughs> let's, let's just not start. Let's not start now. No.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, they're not go. judging
0: on the quality of my voice or the sound of my voice, apparently.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> but at any rate, leave a, a review as well as some comments. You have to actually type out some comments, otherwise, it doesn't notify us, and it, you obviously won't be entered. Yeah. In so the we're contest. A, little, a little
0: over halfway through the contest right now. We've had I don't know maybe 50 50 people i haven't counted entered, recently maybe yeah. more so it's, it's been great but i mean
1: that means you have a good shot because it's going to be a random drawing of those that left us a review in the month of august you are going to win a momo prototipo and then we'll contact you see what car you're going to put it on and we'll also get you the hub that will mount it on your car
0: yeah if i'm, I'm surprised that only that many people have entered considering how many people listen to this podcast yeah so you've actually there. got a What's pretty com- good shot what do you want for, you guys? Other than having an Android phone, I suppose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Download iTunes on your computer then.
0: Yeah, there you go. Anyway.
1: Um, I, I did have to laugh. My sister messaged me after she heard this promotion going yeah. on. And she's like, what happens if I don't have a cool car to put the wheel on? And I was like, put it on the 98 Explorer. There they you go. An Why not? For just, I'm sure yeah, they do. Let's figure it out. She's like, okay. Just wanted to It'll make sure. It be a little
0: bit cooler. No friends and family allowed. Come on. Come <laughs> no, on. Your family I know. is not eligible. I,
1: but I have to imagine some people are like, well, I'm I have nothing to put the wheel on, so I won't even enter. I, I think it's, you still should.
0: Yeah, you still should. Yeah, so put it on your bar. Ooh, there that you would go. That Actually be pretty sweet to have a sweet. MOMO prototype yeah, on, on your racing lawnmower. Steering wheel on your lawnmower. That would be that would be great. Um also I want to encourage everybody to head over to patreon.com slash overcrest. You can get a shirt or a customized print of your choice from me. Uh, it's 5 or 10 bucks a month and uh, it would help us out a lot so yeah uh,
1: we've had a couple new people uh join up on that yep, and that so is great
0: patreon.com/overcrest slash all it's right. also
1: on our website overcrestproductions.com um one more thing to tease is i haven't had anyone calling in to stump us yet on our car knowledge
0: they must uh, they must think we know everything which i do but <laughs> <Naturally>. i truly
1: I... <laughs> <laughs> but give us a call 612 lug 0 belt <laughs> I don't have the number in front of me i just remember that that's what it is, it so is you'll it
0: lug zero belt that's true
1: all right um so you're 996 well actually before we get to that your your stupid wheel saga oh
0: i know so I, much
1: drama for such stupid car related so i picked activity. up
0: the, i picked up the ats's and they looked amazing like the guys over at twin city wheel did an amazing job refinishing the wheels back to their oe finish the ats sure. wheels that i had and I, I was excited about it, and I so went.
1: So, just to like emphasize how much work they did, they powder coated the centers this is black. About, I
0: asked him about how many hours he has. He has about sixteen hours into the Jeez. wheels. Jeez,
1: so these are a very kind of rare classic wheel, period correct for your old nine eleven. Yep, and they are. I think
0: they're a little too period correct. I think oh, that's my problem. That's why you don't like them. Yeah, I think Which they're just we'll a little to, too. But I
1: I do want to emphasize, like they look brand new because you had the centers powder coated, they're all aluminum, yeah. And then you had the lip
0: remachined. Everything was remachined. I mean, so they you are still have that dialed. perfect
1: like shiny with the little machining ridges yep. on it that you love. So they look brand new. You got brand new tires mounted on them. And that's
0: I I dropped them off. So I I went to pick them up, and Kay. I had. I had all the wheels for all the tires and then all the tires for my golf as well. So I had eight tires in the car. What now, car was this? This is Jess's wagon. Okay. And I'm like, how am I gonna get th-? I got there? I'm like, oh crap, where am I gonna put these wheels? Yeah. And my daughter was with me, so I'm like, I can have her hold one. <laughs> 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 and I can put one on the floor and then one on the passenger seat. I can buckle it in. And then I'm like, why don't you just mount these tires for me? Right. And he's like, Yeah, sure, I'd love to do that because it would damage. I don't want anybody else to damage them. We've Absolutely. got a ton of time to them. And he was really passionate about how much time he had, how much he really enjoyed doing the wheels okay so i went the next day picked up the wheels and as soon as i saw the tires on the wheels yeah i knew you knew i knew from that minute that very second that they weren't for me
1: <laughs> why
0: i just i don't know so I don't here's know.
1: what's really stupid you've had these wheels before
0: yes but a different finish which is the problem Okay. They were silver, and I think there's too much black on the wheel for the color of my car. Yeah,
1: it's a darker car. Yeah,
0: I think with like an orange car, oh, it would look really, really like good. Like,
1: Just picking a, a color out of the yeah, blue. Like maybe if, an like, orange one, like a tangerine. If you knew someone that had that color yeah. of car, yeah. perhaps they yeah. would look good.
0: Or if I had any friends with tangerine cars that cared about my psychological stability, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they, maybe they, maybe they'd help me out a little bit. Huh? Well,
1: it's too bad we don't know anyone like
0: <laughs> yeah, that. It's too bad. So I got him home. I put him on the car. And I I just was like, I knew immediately. I'm like, no, this is not like part of me, like from a couple angles was like, oh, that looks that looks pretty good. I like the way that the wheel sits at the fender and the fender well. I'm like, but I don't really like it. So then I went for a drive and went to like a pretty area where the sun was setting. And I'm like, all right, we're going to go for (laughs) we're going for optimal conditions.
1: You wanted to sell it to yourself.
0: Correct. And I couldn't. So here we are. They're for sale. If anybody's interested, let me know. Yeah. And uh, I refunded you for the cookie cutters already. Yeah, because I
1: was going to take your cookies then until at least my 1552 wheels are made and arrive, right. yeah. which I haven't talked to them recently. I'm sure it's still another month or so out.
0: At least, yeah, I'm sure it is.
1: But I'll get them in the dead of winter.
0: There you go. You know, you could always have these other wheels. <laughs> I know I could. It would really, be, uh, would really I, take you through really, the summer.
1: It's too bad we don't know anyone that has those. Yeah, I know.
0: It's too, too bad um so anyway that's so
1: you i talked to you last night and you were like i'm depressed like i was like i was goading you a little bit about something i don't even remember what it was oh i know know what it was was i'll share it so as you know uh i have the long tailpipes yes right that are ridiculous and then i made a joke to you i was like i think I subconsciously want my car to look like a porcupine.
0: No, you said sea urchin. Sea urchin. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? And I was
1: like, well, I ordered extended lug bolts.
0: (laughs) (sighs) And I was just like, I don't care. And you're like,
1: like, not in the mood.
0: Yep, not in the and mood. I was like, oh jeez. Yep. So you're like car depression right now. I am. I am. Everyone I'm, I'm sure feels so bad for you. I know I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, oh, how horrible is it that my don't have wheels for my vintage 911? Oh, poor so me. terrible. But it's all in context because it's something what what's important to understand is how passionate I am about all of this and how much it really matters to me beyond car. Beyond car, it's part of who I am now. And, it, and it's I've emotionally, to, like, it's emotionally, like, so bound to who I am.
1: Right. Well, one thing that a lot of people don't understand is people who are so passionate about their car and what they drive, that's that's their identity, right? Right. Well, so yeah, it's, it's part of me. This is, like, your expression, right? Right. This right.
0: is... <laughs> What's hard, though, is, like, I posted pictures on Instagram, and it's, like, a zillion people, like, looks amazing, looks awesome, looks good. Like, my but, DMs were out of control. But in my head, I'm, like... Sliding in those DMs. Yeah. But I was, like... I don't, but like, you personally, don't but like I personally it. don't like it, which is kind of weird because it's in in a way it's almost proven to me that I don't give a shit what other people think. Because if True. I did, I would just be like, oh, everybody else likes it, must be good, right? But I, I just I can't get down, can't get down,
1: not down with the wheels.
0: So I don't know what I'm gonna do. They're for sale. So, you know,
1: but but you also, I, I was getting at this point your whole depression the other day. Woe is Chris. You were like, maybe I'll just sell the old the whole car. Sell and it, my I've old been through the, this has
0: happened before. Okay. I have. In my Google Drive, an ad typed up for the car, <laughs> done, like completely written out every detail. It's done. All it would need to do is be posted. Uh huh. And I did this probably like a year and a half ago. When I went through, maybe even a similar thing. I don't really remember what it was, but was I, it the, I just
1: the wheels were no, the, it wasn't the, the wheels. Presses?
0: There was something else, and I just felt down about the car. Uh huh. And everybody's like, "Oh, poor you." I know everybody listening's like, f- "Like f you, whatever." I know. But like, I was like, "I'm done. I feel done." Like. I get so tired of the car not being wide. So you want to have a I want wider flares. It's 7-inch wheels and 20560 tires or 21560 tires or 225 that doesn't fit and it's just like if I just had flares on the car it would be it would be awesome. I could run like 8s or 9s in the rear and then have flares in the front and run, like I could run 9s and 8s and Is it for the aesthetic? 100% Aesthetic and the uh, a little bit of the performance too. It'd be yeah, nice but to you're have a running bit. like touring tires. So I know, you're which not is concerned fun. about it's fun, right? It's fun
1: because you can kind of push it around the limit. It's you almost can too the much, limit, right? It's almost
0: too much. Like, if I get into a corner and I lift, it will slide every time, right? Which is okay, but at some point, it's it can, the way I, it can sneak up on you pretty easily,
1: yeah. But here's the thing this is, I was thinking about this the other day too. The reason we have old 911 instead of the latest. GT3, one, we can't afford it, but <laughs> th- two is it's more about the enjoyment factor of the car. My car, I know, will never be the fastest car out there. Even your car, which has 100 horsepower or more, isn't the fastest car out there.
0: there you, yeah, Chasing power is stupid. I exactly. understand that, but that's not what this is about. For me, it's it's like, it's how I've, when I'm sitting in my lawn chair, when I'm looking at the car, there's a way that I want it to look. So it is aesthetics. It, it, it is mainly, almost entirely aesthetics. Right. That's what so I was getting it's at. It's not a performance thing, really. It's like so you just like want the those sexy wheels.
1: wide hips on the car. Yeah,
0: but here's the deal. Then I'm like, well, like I, I think about getting a, a 964 all the time. But then I ride in one or drive one, and I'm like, wow, this is so boring. Right, because it's just, a
1: more modern insulated car. It's
0: boring in context when it's compared to my car, sure. which is raw and ravaging and just short ratio gearbox, loud power, you know. And it's, but, but at the same time, it's like, it's got the flares, it's got the body kit. You can put whatever wheels you want on the car. You can lower it and be slammed. Like you got to remember where I came from, which was driving around. I'm just, I'm literally a VW kid living his dream in a nine 11. Right. So I, I look at like a 15 inch wheel that would go on a rabbit and you can like do all kinds of different RSs and there's different ATS wheels. And you, I mean, there's a million different wheels to choose from, or if you get a Mark two, you can play around with flares and have, so it's like, you can really change it up and do different things. And I cannot do that, and I've never been able to do that with this car. I feel so bad for you. This, this is not—I don't want pity. This <laughs> isn't a pity party. It's I, know. Just, it's just I know. It's just—it's just is. I'm
1: just laughing because it is. It yeah, it's a little ridiculous, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So, so the
0: problem part of it is is that I've been struggling for so long with this. It's not yeah. like this just happened. I mean, last year, basically, I got those fifteen fifty two wheels, and I was excited, and then it didn't work out, and I've been fighting this ever since true so well, it's been like I a constant battle
1: the other thing too and we've talked about this before is you're kind of at the end of the project no no
0: no there's lots of stuff to do okay we'll just keep doing that then yeah but it's still got to look good right you know it's just i'm not the. G- i see i haven't seen it in person yet
1: with these wheels
0: it, you would probably really like it honestly it i can see why people really like it and everybody seems to really like it except for me so I'm the only like. There's a couple of people, but generally I'm the only one that doesn't like it. I have
1: it. a really simple, maybe stupid solution: bring them back to Twin Cities Wheel and just have them strip them. I
0: can't afford that.
1: Just to strip the powder coat off? I they're I've, they're already machined.
0: It would break their heart.
1: Who? Twin Cities Wheel yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, bring them to another guy I know who can just hot dip strip
0: them. I yeah. What? Are the, I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk later. I don't. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I almost would rather just sell them and move on right i get that because you have put so much work in yeah it. i'd rather just so move
1: on. yeah okay before
0: wow. we get any any farther why don't you tell us a little bit about further performance
1: yeah further performance they are a speaking of air-cooled cars they're a twin cities based european only specialist. they are an auto shop that deals with these cars exclusively so they know them inside and out and as i said with air-cooled cars they really like the air-cooled cars as well a lot of shops don't deal with the older stuff and these guys still do. He even has, the owner has a, what is it, a Type 3, like a square back yep. that he chopped the entire roof off.
0: Yeah, so it's super has got some cool unique, stuff there.
1: Which I, I love that car. And that just goes to show, too. I mean, these guys know the cars. They will work on just about anything for you. And uh, they're great guys over there. So you can find them where, Chris? <laughs> Somewhere in your notebook. Somewhere in my notebook at fptuned.com. That's t u n ed.com
0: okay so <laughs> what, what <laughs> it was going really, here? it was really hard last week not to tell everybody what it was going on what's going on because during the podcast what was i doing
1: you were talking back and forth to a guy selling a 996 which is this 2001 Porsche 911
0: right so everybody saw my trip they saw my instagram story sure and if you didn't you're gonna get the story uh from the in its entirety in its entirety now straight um, from
1: the horse's mouth.
0: Yeah, as, as they would say. I was gonna say that, but then I didn't because <laughs> I think. It's, nah. Oh, where is there? I need like a buzzer. I need a buzzer for you when you do <laughs> where something it's like dumb too far. Yeah, too far. Like a little or buzzers. I, I'll bring one in so I can buzz you. Um. So he uh he called I my buddy Lewis who's been on the podcast before. Right. Um. Right before we started recording, was like, "Hey man, check this car out." And I looked at him like wow that's really cheap and it was a it was a cheap car mm-hmm. it was a 2001 996 uh, 911 aero package white with uh like baseball leather glove leather interior
1: yeah it's kind of the the cool brown a very yeah. rich brown yeah, color
0: yeah like a caramel color and uh and it was cheap but it was a tiptronic and i'm like ah i don't know and i'm like well maybe i can swap it out but anyway so i ta- i ended up talking to the guy and mm-hmm. i'm like it seems like A reasonable thing, the guy was, like, losing his house. He's like, I got to sell it by Friday. I need cash or I'm going to lose my mortgage, right? I'm like, oh, my God, you know, that's crazy. So I'm like, sure, I'll come down there. I booked a flight for the next day. It was $130. I couldn't believe how cheap you found this flight. I thought it was going to be, like, 500 bucks. Yeah. But it was $130 to Charleston is where this was.
1: South Carolina.
0: Yep. So I fly down there, and uh, I get down there, and I find out that he is not the actual owner of the car. It is his girlfriend. Okay. Who's losing her house and who was just recently divorced. Okay. So like I checked the name on the, t- I g- so first of all, I'm like, I think I might get murdered because it's like a pretty good deal and I'm going now, I've got all this cash <laughs> and I think I'm going to get murdered, but I pull up in the, in the Uber and it's two, two girls. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I guess I'm not going to get murdered by these. That's by very these two.
1: sexist, Chris. Girls well, can be murderers. That's too. true.
0: Actually, probably mo- they probably murder more <laughs> men. Who knows? Um, serial killer wise, anyway. So, um, but she wasn't a murderer. She wasn't a murderer. So I pull up and I'm like, you know what? I you know I just gave her the money and I was like, thanks a lot. And didn't I, even talk much about it. Didn't didn't really because I had already talked. To, I already talks to talked to Patrick. Yeah. You know, I'd already talked to him. So, w- I mean, what was there? To then th-
1: you're already down there. So I'm down there. Like so I'm
0: like, I'm buying the car. If I'm the
1: car drove, it's
0: good to go, right? R- right. If it drove, it was good to go. So I started up. I listened to the stupid power steering pump.
1: Oh, I can eep, hear it. Eep, 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 that sound
0: I hear in my sleep now after I listen to it the the entire trip.
1: He And I think from what I recall, he thought it was or she thought it was just like the tensioner. It's not. The belt tensioner. Yeah, I took the belt off
0: when I got home and like wiggle the power steering pump and it wiggles and you can hear it. Like if you wiggle it hard enough, you can hear it ding against something like ding like it's like rattle, 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 ding. So it's, it's (laughs) okay. Yeah. It's almost certainly the power steering pump. Gotcha. So anyway, so I'm like, well, I guess I'll just go. And so I, so I, I back out of the driveway. Uh I give her the money back out of the driveway. She's crying. Right. I mean, she's emotional about the car, which made me feel better. Because I'm like, well, if she's crying, then car must can't be that bad,
1: right? She's not like, woohoo, we yeah, got she, rid of it. Right. Some idiot bought it,
0: right? So she was crying a little bit. She was really. I like sad. how you're like,
1: she was crying, so that made me feel good. It did. I felt <laughs> great. You
0: know? Well, she's the one that you know, whatever she did in her life that messed it up, where she had to sell her car. Uh-huh. To, Anyways, yeah. So um, I drive. The first thing I do is I'm I'm in the car, uh-huh. and I'm like. Gleh. It's just there's other people everywhere in this car, and there's like an air freshener. How many other people were in the car? Is this a
1: clown car,
0: Chris? (laughs) 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 No, what do you, you've talked
1: about this before. What do you mean? I don't,
0: I don't like it. Like all the, like this dead skin and hair and dogs and just all the other things that are just all that stuff you see, the dust in the car, that's all like people. Are you a germaphobe? No. I'm not. Then what is this? But it was really gross.
1: Was it like a dirty car? It
0: was dirty. Okay. It was dirty on the inside. And That's all was, you had to
1: say. It was a really dirty car.
0: It was quite dirty. And there's lots of hair and there was like sand. Like they must have went to the beach in it at some point. And there was cool. sand all over the place. Okay. So anyway, I go to the, the auto parts store, get some stuff to wipe the car down. And I get out and I'm like, I wonder how bad the tires actually are. Because he said that the tires need to be replaced. Okay. And so I go get out and I'm looking at the tire and I could see like a little bit of the cord showing through hmm. on the outside. Just, okay. just a little. Like maybe like... A, like a nickel sized spot okay. in a couple of places. I'm like, you know what? Um, I'll just overinflate the tire. I'll, go, I'll put it up to 40 psi so it doesn't run on the run on the sidewall. Sure, you know, and then I'll just drive up to Asheville, which is the next town up, uh-huh. and get tires there because I'd I'd went to a couple places after I went to the auto parts store and they all closed at seven.
1: Cause, I'm like, because it's, it's the, the south.
0: south. <laughs> I I don't understand because there's like people going all over the place. There's tons of traffic. People are doing right. things, but everything's closed. So I couldn't figure out what everybody was actually doing. They're so, just walking around. Yeah, so 7 p.m. everything closes because apparently nobody works in the South. <laughs> everybody like walks around like really slow, too. <laughs> i just like,
1: what is going on? Just
0: driving you nuts the whole time? Oh, it, it did, actually. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, but uh, so I'm like, all right, well, I'll just drive to Asheville. Sure. Whatever. So I, I get on the road. I get about six miles, and I feel like a and I'm like, it goes from that noise to <laughs> I mean it gets it gets really loud. I'm like, yep, that's that's a flat tire. Okay. And it's, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This So you made it seven miles from the guy's house. Pretty much.
1: Yeah, about okay. seven miles. You know, it's interesting, Chris, because we have a recording of when you talked to
0: yeah this uh, guy.
1: Should we hear from him? Maybe.
0: Yeah, let's hear. From, and I I should disclaim that I didn't tell him I was recording the conversation. And I don't typically do that. But we were um, we were here at the at the podcast, and I was like, oh, I'll just record this just in case. It's you know part of the story later. It'll be nice right. to have. And uh, after knowing the guy a little bit, I really don't give a shit because <laughs> I think he's a jerk. Well, so,
1: okay. So before I play this, we should say so the car like basically only made it seven miles seven before you miles. blew a tire,
0: yep. and then you called him. I did. We'll get to that after okay. this. So here's uh, from previous. You know, if the, um, would the tires okay. make it back to Minnesota if I was going to drive it home? Yeah. The fronts, we just replaced the front tires. Um, last year, they've got less than 10,000 miles. The rear tires will be due eventually. They're not bald, um, but they're, <laughs> they'll be due sometime. They're Like I said, they're not gone, though. They're they're. They got they got tread on them. <laughs> sure. Do you guys so. have Okay. So, so so they're not bald. They got some tread on them, and that's of of a little bit was a little bit naive in taking his word a little bit a little bit Like I saw the I saw the um of could, could we give him the benefit of the doubt that he was wasn't not know? Yes. Because it okay. Because so a little car, bit of the not benefit only that, of car. little of a little and of said even you of I did but if I would have moved my head just a little bit farther, I would have seen the steel belt of the tire on the inside, <laughs> and you showing. Said, oh, I would have went, "Holy shit! Are you kidding me? Right, this car cannot even leave your driveway." Right, you know, it was that. It was that bad. And uh, I'll post pictures when we, when the podcast comes out, so everybody okay. everybody will be able to see it on Facebook and Instagram. But the tire was so. I would, so we're only playing that clip
1: basically for comedic relief, and we don't necessarily blame the guy. I, I'm trying to be a little nice A here. little
0: bit. Here's the deal. The car, he said the car had 188,000 miles. Okay. I get there, it has 191,000 miles, which isn't a lot, but I'm like, okay. You didn't drive 3,000 miles in, in the last two days. two days. So what's going on here? And then. Um, That's probably what they
1: wrote down on the ad item. Uh, what I
0: don't ad? True. There was no. There was a Facebook ad. That's it. You know, I mean, it, it and, wasn't and like You a cr-
1: called him the day it went up.
0: Yes. Yeah. So exactly. it's not like
1: they recorded the miles. Five weeks no, ago. No. So okay. it,
0: it had incorrect mileage. And that was kind of like, okay. But I was just like, part of me was like, okay, this, they're selling this car. This chick is really upset. You know, they got to pay their mortgage or they're going to lose their house. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I could have. I could have screwed them. Right. I could have walked away from the car and said, you know what? Fend for it on your own. Right. Right. But I didn't, and I could have looked at the mileage, and I could have looked at the tire, and I knew the tire obviously needed to be replaced, and had less tread than he said it did. But I didn't want to screw with these people if this was really their problem, right? I I, should, I guess I probably should have looked out for myself a little bit more, but believe it no, or not, like I am a said, pretty it was, nice it guy. Was that good of a deal too, where there's yeah, but it doesn't really matter how good of the good of a deal is when we're just talking about principle, right? Right. I mean. The way the car drove and the way the tire was, there's, I, I feel like it's either you did a bunch of celebratory donuts the day before, <laughs> or, yeah, I don't really understand how this, how it happens. Um, so anyway, so I, I'm, I'm flat tire side of the road. Yep. And it's a really dangerous spot. There's, uh, there's maybe seven feet of shoulder. Uh, which includes the rumble strip and the line. It's not
1: so you can't really pull off. Of I the pull over much.
0: and my 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 left driver's side wheel is still a little bit on the rumble strip. Okay, so that's where the car is, and and it's I twenty six, and nobody's moving over. So major freeway, no one's moving
1: for you. No, you're basically still right outside the lane. I can't change the tire. And which side there. is the Driver's side? On? Yeah, so, so you would be, be literally traffic. sitting in traffic.
0: Correct. I'd be sitting in traffic and I didn't want to pull off into the grass anymore because it was a sharp drop off into like this um, basically water control way for like channeling water. Sure. So it was, a was like water a water s-
1: channel in the median.
0: Uh, yeah. On the Well, the right side is not the median. Oh, so it's, right. the, it's the ditch. Sure. So but they're luckily enough for me. There was a bunch of like beaver dams type things. Okay. Like, so I walked. I got out of the car. Because I just didn't feel safe, you know. Yeah. So
1: I, I was asking, why the hell did you get out of the car? But you're saying these trucks were blaring by so close to you that you're like, I'm, I'm gonna get hit. Rear-ended one I, of these I thought, times. I'm like,
0: do I want to stand outside, or and figure it out, or sit in this car and potentially die? Right. If I don't feel comfortable changing the tire, why would I feel comfortable sitting in the car?
1: Well, you know, yeah. it's, it's just it's. I think there's a difference there because you're outside and exposed in the car,
0: but it doesn't matter when a truck is going to hit you at 70 miles an hour, right? Or somebody texting and driving, or a drunk, or whatever. It just was not worth worth it. I just I was thinking of my kids and my family. And I'm like, no. yeah, okay. So I get out of the car, I walk, I crawl across this beaver dam, <laughs> okay. like get my feet a little bit wet in this soggy beaver dam, crawl this barbed wire fence, the, like the deer fence. Okay. Get, my backpack gets caught as I try to jump down to the other side. I'm like hanging by my backpack from this <laughs> from this stupid fence. And th- so then I'm standing there, and I and I uh, I get a special weather alert on my phone that there's a storm coming. <laughs> and you're like, and I'm like oh, great. I'm like, come on, this cannot be happening. This is after I got hung up on my AAA like three times. Oh, you know, so it's okay. And they're like, do you, why don't you just change the tire? I'm like, it's not, it's not a safe location blah, blah, blah. It's not good. So like, okay, we'll send somebody out. It'll be about two hours. I'm like, are you kidding me? So basically I'm standing on the frontage road now on the Mm -hmm. opposite side. I'm probably 25 yards from the car, just standing there. And all of a sudden I see the storm coming in (laughs) and it is a cracking thunder storm. Like just, the one that just startles you even though you know it's coming yeah and it's it's pouring rain and the trees behind me that there's these really tall trees they're like swinging so hard that they're you can hear them cracking through the rain wow like it's like just like the sound it was just and i'm just there on this frontage road alone and yeah. it just gets dark and it just rains on me for about two hours
1: and this is at the time i called you and i was like i hadn't watched any Instagram you're story. like what's was like, up man? hey how's it going where are you
0: I yeah I don't remember. You were
1: not in good spirit. <laughs> I actually I wasn't. I don't, you weren't in
0: bad spirits. I wasn't That's in bad spirit. That's true. Like, I, don't
1: know. I guess you were embracing the adventure. You right? said
0: you were. Well, no, I wasn't embracing anything except <laughs> the situation as it was. But you said you were like surprised that I wasn't more upset. Right. I just it's you have to take. What am I going to do? What is getting going to? What is getting upset about this going to accomplish? Nothing. There's certain things you can get upset about that being upset can like alleviate something or like what. I don't know. When you're in a fight with your wife or something, you can be upset and you can you can vent emotion to each other. But when you're alone and there's nothing you can do about anything, what wh- what am I going to do? Yell at the heavens? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would have been
0: funny. You know, uh, I, there was a point where I just was like, oh, and I just clenched my fist and was like. Damn it, you know. Yeah. But like, what what, what do I do? So basically, yeah, I'm. No, that's a good attitude. I did ask though
1: on the phone. I was like, well, why don't you just limp the car up the shoulder to where you can get off? Next? It's
0: like three miles, two and a half, three miles. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. At four miles an hour, five miles an hour, it's gonna take me forever. At least an hour driving. By that time, the rim is gonna it's gonna be on the rim. Yeah. It's, and you it,
1: have AAA. I have AAA already. So it
0: wouldn't cost anything for the tow. Yep. So I'm standing out there, and then eventually it would stop raining every once in a while. And But at that point, the mosquitoes would come out, and they're like <laughs> South Carolina mosquitoes. <laughs>
1: Were they the sides of crows? And I
0: just- never saw them because I just was like, it's pitch black. There's no lights anywhere. I'm on a frontage road. It's just dark. So I walk like 50 yards. Every time I want to do like an Instagram story, I walk like yeah. 50 to 100 yards up the road where there's like one street light for this guy's business. <laughs> and I go up there. So I ended up walking back and forth to keep the mosquitoes off me when it wasn't raining. I walked almost two miles. <laughs> In like this hundred yard stretch walking back and forth. And it it's just dead. raining the whole time. I was drenched like to the skin, like just drenched. Everything underwear, socks, yeah, just soaked. Um, but eventually the and like what I don't understand is on this frontage road, like 30 cars probably went by and I just and no one stopped. I just waved. I was like, I I would just wave. I just wanted to ride to a gas station or something. Yeah. I was I was just waving at them and nobody stopped. However, I would say about fifty percent of the people coasted or even hit the brakes and then continued on. Like everybody was like thinking about it, but, right. but then like, I don't know. I, I why? Why I mean look at me. Yeah. You know, I've got my phone in my hand, I got a backpack, and clearly like I got glasses, I'm drenched, I'm soaked, I'm obviously down here for a while. I were you holding the chainsaw above your head while it was running? Exactly. That might have was, been yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that it was, might have been it. It was the handgun I just had at my <laughs> hip. <laughs> But I, yeah I don't understand why nobody would even For me I would just stop me like hey man are you okay. Yeah. Even like what if what if my kids were in the car so there was an emergency cuz I would like wave my arms but nobody nobody stopped. I mean it was a dark road. Right. Like it was dark. But I probably would have been like hey man is everything okay. But nobody not one no, I wonder, no truckers no cars nothing.
1: Hindsight's always 2020, t- 20, but I wonder if you could have turned your car headlights on, stood in front of the car watching traffic and waving. Like Right there, getting someone's attention.
0: Mm, yeah, but then I would have had to crawl over the deer fence in the dark and try to cross the get back to the car. Tr- cross the water to get back to the car. And then right. I don't think you understand. It's this people are going eighty miles an hour. Yeah, it was sketchy. Sure, it was super sketchy for sure. And what the funniest part was is eventually, obviously, eventually a tow truck came. But Ways would say, "You parked here." <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a little par- picture of like the little parked car on the, yeah. on the side of the freeway. So that was great. And then it's like, do you want directions to your parked car?
1: And you're like, yes. No. And it tells you to cross the Beaver Dam. You're like, wait, you are
0: good. Yeah, you are. You are good. So the tow truck driver showed up eventually. And he was a good guy. He even was like, dude, why is nobody moving over? He's like, I turned my bright lights on. I had the strobe on and my flashlight laid it even the white for line. him. They didn't even move over for the tow truck. Wow. Everybody was just blasting. And here's the deal is we had to find the tow hook for the front of the bumper. Yeah. And um, I went in and I, I dig, dug it out of where the spare tires. There's yep. like a little bag with some of this stuff in there. Right. The spare tire was flat. So even
1: if you had limped it along to change it out, yeah. it
0: wouldn't have worked. It, it was, it was <laughs> flat. And I found that out actually the next day. But I couldn't have, if I would have jacked that car up, took the wheel off, went to grab the spare and it was flat, oh man, then I would have been upset for sure. Yeah. I would have been really, really angry at that. I would have been really, really. and at this time i'm like i texted the guy i'm like hey man side of the road flat tire he goes oh really sorry like no offer for a ride no are you okay what's happening what's going on nothing he just didn't care i got no more text messages from the guy from the whole trip nothing nothing yeah if this was me i would have been like what happened man i'm there can i help you what what do you need do you do you need a tow? i know a guy i'm in an unfamiliar place that i know nobody Right. You know, so it's just like, why didn't the guy say something? Or, I mean, this guy's a jerk. I don't like this guy. You know, just purely based on that. The fact that
1: that he was only seven miles from you.
0: Well, he maybe he was like, yeah, he was local for sure. Right. You know, why wouldn't you just say, hey, man, you need a ride to wherever? Right. I mean, I was like, maybe he thought I would be really, really mad, but he didn't even ask or offer or anything. I just, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so... so we got a tow. Got a tow truck. The tow truck driver took me to the gas station to get some chili. Okay. Which, which was really nice. He's like, he's like, yeah, I, I was gonna I was thinking about stopping to get something to drink. If you're in a hurry, I won't, but you look like you could need some ch- use some chili. <laughs> so we went to this <laughs> gas station that had a Wendy's with it and I got some chili and ate chili in okay, a tow nice. truck. It was about a half hour drive to the Porsche dealership uh-huh. where we dropped the car off and then I basically walked to my hotel and crashed.
1: Okay, so you were getting wined and dined by your tow truck. I was, truck yeah. I,
0: if if you love your tow truck driver, he will love you back. <laughs> Very good. He was, uh, he was really, really nice. He was, he was a Dodge guy. He okay. Was a, he was a Dodge guy that had an S10, like a lowered, bagged S10. He was okay. telling me about. He was a pretty cool dude. He bought his kid a uh, a Hyundai Veloc- Velociter. Yeah, the veloster, veloster. The sure. veloster. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, I was going to get him the turbo one, but that thing was way too fast for the kid. <laughs> So he got him, like, an na one or something. Was, yeah, so cool
1: was the rest of the trip back more or less uneventful then?
0: Well, sort of. Like, I had to find a tire, right? Okay. So it's it's an odd size. So I'm like, well, where am I going to get a tire at this? You know, I need a tire now. I'm like, right. where's who is most likely to have a tire? So I went. I had a tow to the Porsche dealership. I'm like, in my head, they are most likely to have a tire. Sure. So I go over there. I, I'm there at 9 a.m., arms on my side. Because they don't open until the, 9. Cause they open at 9. I'm there waiting. And uh, I find out, he's like, yeah, we'll look for a tire for you. No problem. We don't have any. And I'm standing next to their shop, and they got this big window, and all I see is SUV tires. Oh. And I'm like, stupid Macans and Cayenne's. Yeah. You know, all it was was SUV <laughs> tires, like zero, zero low-profile tires. So I'm waiting. An hour goes by. Is Jeez. it that weird of a size? Those are 18s, right? No. they're No. I'll, I'll get there. OK. So I wait an hour. Hey, man, what's going on? Oh, let me check with the parts guy. Nothing. An hour and a half goes by. Oh, I found a tire for you. It's you know, they're it's 570, 580 mounted, and they'll be here in like an hour. And I'm like, are there any other options for tires? Is this the only option? He's like, oh, I didn't check. <coughs> I'm like, what? Okay. Why? So at this point, I was texting with uh, Lee Keen. Yeah. Um, and he grew up in Charlottesville or Charlotte, and uh, th- and he's like, we'll call these guys. Um, it's actually the I found out in my head that it's actually the the shop that he started club racing with before he actually went on to race professionally that Lee did. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. That did. Okay. Lead, yeah. He, that's where he got his start. Sure. And he called those guys up. And um, at this point I told the guy, I'm like, if you don't have a tire here and like immediately I'm out of here. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's going to be at least another hour. I'm like, these guys have prices on three tires within five minutes. Sure. All you have to do. I'm not an idiot. Call the tire place. Say these are the, t- this is the tire you want. They'll give you the ones they have in stock. That's it. It is that easy. What is taking so long? I was there for three hours watching these southerners shuffle around (laughs) like nobody is moving at a high rate of speed. I'm not kidding, man. Everybody is literally shuffling around. So then I go and I've got the Widowmaker and I'm going to put the spare on so I can drive it over. And that's when I found out the spare was flat. And I was like, can you fill this up for me? It's flat. After I was like, "Fuck you," you yeah. know. After yeah. I was like, "You know what? You guys are awful. What's going on?" And it wasn't his fault. Maybe it no. was his fault. I don't okay. know. He was slow. And uh, word of wise, don't go to the dealer for anything. I just I didn't know anybody. I didn't know where to go. I didn't right. know what to trust. But well, once I that... had somebody I could trust, it was on. Right. Yeah. So I'm cranking up the Widowmaker and, and found out the tire. So I'm like, "Can you fill this up for me?" He comes back and he's got the tire in his hand. I can just hear shh. It's leaking out of the valve stem. Okay. I'm like I'm like, okay. That's not going to work. I'm like can you put a valve stem in it for me? He's like that'll be $35. Took an hour oh. to put the valve stem in. Okay. An hour. And I'm just sitting there like it's a heat index of 110. You know, I was inside and outside it was so hot that day. So anyway, he finally offers he's like, "Hey, I got a fix for you. Do you want me to mount that on the car for you?" I'm like, "Sure, that would be great." It was like another half an hour. So
1: so all this was just to <laughs> mount the spare.
0: This is just to get the spare on the So car. I didn't
1: realize I thought you got the tire from Porsche. So you just mounted the spare there. I mounted
0: the spare there. Okay, then. And then I went over to uh, to these other guys. It was oh man, I can't it's autometrics. Okay. Auto, autometric uh, sure. motorsports. I no, that's not right. Um I gotta look it up because I don't wanna I don't wanna screw that up. Ask me something. <laughs> um, how upset were you
1: at this point after getting your spare finally on
0: yeah it was Autometrics I was I was super up well I got the spare on and I felt good because um, I was on my way over to Autometrics to get the car done Right. so my spirits were still pretty good at that point I was leaving the the dead weight of the the Porsche <laughs> dealership and I think the guy's name was Chance believe it or not took a chance on Chance yeah I sure did take a chance on Don't. me okay continue <laughs> I, you know, I need that buzzer <laughs> so we drive over to this autometrics place they like and uh cool shop yeah it's a, like a race shop right they don't really work on street no, cars very right. much i think they work on some but <coughs> mainly they work on street cars so uh race cars yeah sorry race cars i need a drink you talk about something for a minute
1: i actually was also wondering about a drink you know why this is chris it's because we're used to air-cooled cars and now you have a water-cooled car so you're lacking water which also brings a good point did you ever have any like did the air conditioning work did thank
0: you um coolant was good no issues there. everything in the car works well that's good you know other than the noises that it makes so i uh i'm driving over now to sponsored the, by red bull yeah the rest of this podcast <sighs> refreshing red bull energizes i should let everybody know that the air conditioning doesn't work here anymore yeah, it doesn't. So that's why I'm hot and bothered. You are hot and bothered. It also hot is because I don't have any clothes on. <laughs> so uh, the, the place is filled with race cars. Right. And you're like, oh, hey, you must be the guy with the tire, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, we got it on <laughs> Without order. Without a tire, Yeah. And they were awesome. They were really, really nice. Um, Lee actually called his buddy Travis, who's a motorsports photographer in the area. Okay. He came over in his uh, Carrera 2, 964, took me out to lunch.
1: Oh, very cool. And just uh, to hang out.
0: And- yeah, we went and checked out their warehouse over at Autometrics and they had all these cars that cars that were special. I mean, some had been at Le Mans, Some had been in, like, GT, uh, RSR, GT, you wow. know, just crazy, crazy shit that one of them had run on the Nürburgring 24 hours. And it was these really neat things. So they they have a car that they're prepping to take over at RenSport. Yep. So it was really cool to see the projects that those guys were working on. The shop was really neat. They had this, they had this clean room for building engines.
1: I've always oh, loved so the cool. concept of that, like so a like, surgical room just for it was engines.
0: all like on the wall. There was like like fastener bins and stuff like that, and okay. they had countertops and vices. But it was like so clean in there. Sure. And right in the middle was like a nine nine one RSR engine. Wow. Like bare long block. And you could look in and see the ports were just massive. (laughs) Just massive. And the and the machining that was in them was just just incredible. So they got me sorted out, got me a tire. I actually ended up getting out of there at like probably 5 p.m. Okay. So wow. Whole day. Whole day, basically, you know, sitting around.
1: Now, did you drive through the night?
0: I drove as far. Well, here's the deal: is it was like 16 hours, I knew I wanted to sleep at some point. I didn't want, I don't like driving because you always feel like, yeah, it gets to be like 11 o'clock at night. You're like, I could do this. Right. I can make it. No problem. And then, right about like three o'clock in the morning, you're like, kill me. I can't make it. Yeah. And then you're looking for a hotel at three o'clock in the morning. And it's just like, yeah, driving
1: uh, straight through is never a great idea. I've done it. It's like a good idea. I had a buddy in college that did it on a motorcycle. I think he made it from LA to Minneapolis without sleeping. Right. Without stopping on a motorcycle, which seems more intense.
0: I, the longest I've ever done is like 23 hours.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that You was could from, almost make it uh, the 24 hours of the Le Mans. Or yeah, the I, would, I
0: would kill myself or kill somebody for sure. Um, so anyway, so in the morning I get, uh, so I drive, of course it's raining. And I, the be- most beautiful part of the drive, which is the mountains generally, oh. I wasted. Yeah,
1: because you're going through the Smoky Mountains. And yeah, the,
0: basically. The so, Appalachians. So I wasted that in the night. And it was raining, so it was kind of like, ugh. There's one guy, and I was I was flying. I, I was driving really fast the entire trip. I'm like, okay. I'm done. I want to get home. and uh, But there was a guy who was on my ass in a Hyundai accent or an Elantra or something like that. Okay. In these mountains, I'm doing, like, 80 downhill, like, carving through and this dude's just there i'm like i'm like this guy is awesome i love this guy i love this guy so I, pull, I want to be like i want to see this guy yeah so i pull over and he pulls up next to me and it's just some like dude with glasses looks kind of like me <laughs> <laughs> just like i'm like wow this is incredible i gave him a thumbs up and did he, he even j- acknowledge it. no oh well, that's no. too bad and he just i let him go ahead of me because he was wanted to drive faster than i did wow so I, I wasn't completely confident in the car yet at this point, well, that's based on some of the noises I hear coming from the suspension. That and the fact that...
1: So did you do both rear tires? I did.
0: Okay, good. I, <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> of course I did both rear tires. Okay. To the Go tune ahead. of like 500 bucks or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, I imagine. So, uh, so I ended up following that guy for a little bit. And then I just crashed. I, uh, well, I was going to stay and in... And then I
1: just crashed.
0: No, I, All right, uh-oh. and that's been our episode, guys. <laughs> no, I, so I stated that I was going to stay in East Knoxville, Which apparently is pretty rough. Like I I got afterwards, I was like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have wanted to stay there. It's really, really bad." But I pull up to the hotel and I get out, and there's like, blood. No, there's well, maybe later. There's a biker gang, (laughs) like super sketchy biker gang, with all their their bitches like walking around. (laughs) You know, and I go up and I open the door and I go in and I open the door to go in the lobby and it's locked. And I go over there's like a bulletproof window, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, is
1: this one of these places you rent by the hour?
0: Uh, it was a Days in.
1: Oh, okay, so it, it wasn't like, like Days a in It had motel. good reviews. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> from us, the Biker things. <laughs> it,
0: any place that has plexiglass bulletproof windows just Probably whatever. not. Not ideal. a good idea. So I left there, and ended up driving like another half an hour north, okay, and got a nice Holiday Inn and just chilled. So I woke up. I was wait, gonna
1: wake. wait. Wait, you were chilling at the Holiday Inn?
0: I was. I don't get it. That's a song. Is it?
1: Yeah, I don't know what. So going. I woke. Anyways. I was
0: gonna sleep. T- I was gonna sleep till like six and wake up early and, How, uh, and get out. How'd that go? I slept till like eight <laughs> thirty. Okay, that's so, not even
1: sleeping in, really. But. So the
0: only and so then I drove. The, the only, there's only two other highlights of the trip, and I'll kind of like make it quick so we can talk about the car a little bit and what sure. the plans are. But um, one, I went to the first Kentucky Fried Chicken ever. Very cool. Is it is,
1: still operating as such, or is it like a museum?
0: It's half. So it's half a KFC, half a Sanders Cafe is what it was called. Ooh. And it was neat because the like the guy had a whole, a bunch of hotel stuff next to the cafe. So he had a cafe plus like almost like Howard Johnson in a way where it was like has a restaurant. I don't know a, what that is. You don't know what a Howard Johnson is? No. Oh, Chris, Jake. I didn't know what a
1: Piggly Wiggly was until I made it out to Wisconsin. Jake,
0: Jake, Jake. Howard Johnson is an American road trip staple. You got to look up Howard Johnson.
1: Is it a establishment
0: yes it's an establishment i don't know if there's any around anymore but it was like a 50s 60s thing that was just huge and they were all over the country where you would go with your family and you'd go to the restaurant and then you'd go and stay in the hotel and then you would continue on on your road trip it's kind of like what this was yeah so back in the day what people would do is the woman would go in and check out the room Mm -hmm. right that was typical as a woman would check out the room and then you would go and pay for the room and then stay in it so what uh mr sanders did is you walk into the cafe and off to the left there's like a mock hotel room right next to the dining room oh no kidding and that's in the back of that is where the payphone was (laughs) so if you wanted to use the payphone you had to walk through what was that i don't know if that's going to (laughs) translate on the podcast but that was an air horn that sounded like a ship I think so. There's you had a to walk
1: docking outside our <laughs> podcast studio. You had
0: to walk through the hotel room to use the payphone. But so he had like all these kind of cool ideas to like make his you know restaurant succeed, and it was sure, and uh, it was it was really cool. I, I mean, I barely ate anything because it was like ten thirty, but I wanted to like. But stop you at this saw place. the world's
1: first. Yeah, it was Sanders one of the, one Cafe. of my one of
0: my followers suggested it to me, so I stopped. So there. that was
1: that was your highlight, and then you said, there's and then, one then more. shortly
0: after that, I'm like, I was just driving, and I took stopped to get a couple of pictures. I'm like, I can't not. Go on some of these roads that I can see. I just can't. So I get off on a road, I'm like looking at my map and I'm like, that's really super squiggly. (laughs) So I get off and it's all gravel. And I'm just, I'm like just thrashing the car. Yeah. Just having a good time. Right. You know, the Tiptronic wasn't real responsive, but I put it in second gear, left it in manual mode, and just was like drifting around these gravel roads, you know, probably going faster than I should. Because the power band, the, the gears are so tall. Oh. So like to get into the power band. You have, you to, have, really to, be be, you have to really be You be doing a lot faster than you should be in a year. Right. So I was I was booking it, but um the clunking from the front end got significantly worse <laughs> from this. So that was the, <laughs> yeah. that was the last of my fun. There so were like, your
1: strut tops or, oh, or it, whatever it, it is. Oh, it
0: is super clunky up front.
1: So I can vouch for that because I I drove
0: it. Yeah, what was so what was your so impression So we're going to
1: do car? the impressions of the car. So I had a 996, which was kind of a hot rod. It was the 4 liter. Uh, nine nine six point two. So it was after the facelift. And so the like two thousand two and newer. It was a two thousand two. Yep. Um. And so that one, like, I knew what to expect with a nine nine six. This car was a little disappointing. I'll say. In compare. Well, To in be comparison. fair. To be,
0: car- you, to be fair, you had a four liter right built nine nine six manual right. So it's a completely different animal. It shouldn't be in your head as you think about it. You're exactly. Like, oh, it should be. But it 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 really was.
1: Like driving position, and everything else seemed familiar. But that Tiptronic is just a, not a good transmission. It's,
0: it's not a good transmission at all. There's no like manual thing by the shifter. It's like right. the, it's a up and down like toggle switch. It looks on like the steering volume wheel. controls on the steering wheel. It does. I found myself hitting it to turn the volume up in the car. <laughs> and you just pump it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely so, the worst automatic yeah, transmission. And it just, I'm sure it's a great automatic transmission when you compare it to other things, but what you think should be in a Porsche, yeah. you're like, no.
1: And it, it doesn't yeah it's it's a very comfortable car I'll say I'm trying to be positive
0: yeah it's it's nice to it was nice to drive back as long as you weren't looking at the gauges right. which somebody took a vinyl a brown vinyl overlay that was actually too small <laughs> and laid it over the gauges so, so it's you can like, still
1: see some white around the edges uh,
0: it it doesn't fit right so like the fonts are all messed up so I just. If you imagine me doing the little font thing I did with my True. shoes box the other yeah, day. How neurotic uh, you are. And then I'm just staring at this like, <laughs> just like rocking back and forth <laughs> in the chair. Like, I'm just going to lose my mind. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, but, yeah, so it's just, I mean, like you said, the suspension is a little clunky. It's oh,
0: very clunky.
1: I'm trying to not be terrible about this I, car. Just be honest. It yeah, is what no, it is. It, it seemed kind of
0: So here's the, here's the car. The car's very clean. Yes. It's a southern car. It's
1: a, So first thing I said, though, because I pulled up and you were already parked here, I go, that is a much better looking car than I expected it to be. Because with that aero kit in white, white is kind of a rare color for the 996s. And it just, it looks awesome. It
0: looks really, really good. It, it does looks look part. good. So it, here's what I think it needs. Okay. And I didn't really know what I was going to do with the car right away. I you didn't just know. knew it
1: was a good deal. I knew it was it a good adventure. deal.
0: I can't lose. It'd be an adventure. And it certainly was. Um, but I'm obviously I'm going to sell the car because the okay. Tetronic is garbage,
1: right? You were never buying it to, for yourself necessarily.
0: No, not really. Not really. Jess, however, really likes it.
1: Yeah. So I she's that. probably
0: going to resist me selling it, but it's going to get sold for sure. Um, it's, it goes back. She's like, oh, finally, uh, another white 911 with a wing. Because when I bought my white SC, Yo. she had been like, and I took the wing off like immediately. Cause
1: it had the big whale tail spoiler, she which was, was not
0: really correct. disappointed. Like heartbroken. <laughs> So anyway, so the car needs the front bumper needs to be painted. Okay. I need to fix the seats because they're torn. Sure. It needs a I think a power steering pump is worth the squeaking, clattering, horrible sound that I hear when I sleep. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter. Boom, boom, boom. 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 Right. That's yeah, except uh car exit would probably not want to work on this thing. So <laughs> I, I uh, gotta fix that and then that's really it. Suspension? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gotta do whatever's clunking the suspension. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean,
1: then it'll be a very solid, great driver. I just, I wouldn't personally want a Tiptronic, but I think it is. I mean, to get a a 911 for a good deal that looks great and is a comfortable car, I think, yeah, it'll be a really solid car after that right so um before
0: I w- we i want to get into a little bit of, i guess that's the story so i mean that's
1: yeah no i was actually going to take this moment to talk about one of our sponsors
0: first. sure and then we'll roll into a, a new story i sure i, I don't want to talk about elon musk every week but this is too good
1: really we're going to get the elon musk again
0: again but it's it's too good to, you can't not okay you can't I not following you so, can't not talk about this it is awesome
1: oh, you know who else is awesome chris <laughs> Ooh. South Central Imports. I was That's gonna say SCI. Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. Making us hyper. Uh no, South Central Imports. They've been in business since 1976. If you're in the Twin Cities here and you have a Volkswagen Audi that needs work, these are the guys to go see. They're an authorized Revo software dealer, and they're really honest. I mean, honest guys that have the integrity, and I'm trying to Figure out kind of how to express, you know, th- they're just normal, down to earth guys. Is what I was yeah, trying sure. to say. Uh, been so in business they won't forever. swindle you. They've been in business forever. They know what they're doing, and re- they're the ones to go to if you have a Volkswagen. But especially, it's needs.
0: the shop that, like, if you had a friend with a Volkswagen, be like, "Go there." He'll take care of you. Exactly. Yep.
1: That's what you should do. Um, you can find them on Facebook, which is SCI Performance or which is on South on, uh, Central Imports. South Central
0: Reports They're off Highway 55 in South Central Minneapolis, or SCIPerformance.com. Oh, look at
1: that. Or at their
0: phone number, 612-722-8897. Awesome. So this is a, I, I almost feel like this story is almost too good to be true. Okay. Um, I got to open Oh, up.
1: I know where you're going. I just read the headline.
0: Yeah. This is amazing. So the, um, do I, should I read the title of the article or should I just start reading it and then?
1: Yeah, sure. Read the read. All we need to do is read the headline.
0: Was Elon Musk tweeting while on acid? <laughs> Azalea Banks says yes. And to be fair, Azalea Banks is basically human garbage. I don't know anything about her or why she's famous. Or I only know is. something about her because of what I've been reading, and she is human debris. Like, okay, she's really not a, sh- not a, a stand up person. person. Okay, Azalea Banks, pop star, who has reportedly been hanging out alone at the house of Elon Musk. CEO and chair, chairman of Tesla SpaceX and the Boring Company and started spitting straight fire at Musk on our Instagram account.
1: Who can we who who wrote this? This is not something you wrote. Spitting straight fire.
0: This is Jalopnik. Okay. Incendiary remarks aside, and there's plenty of those. Banks claim that Musk was on Twitter while using acid, which is a hell of a thing to claim in light of recent events on Twitter. You know, just. Saying they want to go private and every yeah, other which thing. Yeah, just
1: all the crazy things.
0: Musk tweeting on acid would certainly be an interesting development considering his penchant for dropping specific and material information on his personal Twitter account, yeah. such as a recent claim that he was funding secured to take Tesla private at $420 <laughs> a share.
1: And if you're on acid and you're just deciding, you guys, let's go private. Yep. Funding, I got it. I can sell the wallpaper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to take Tesla private at $420 a share. That was last Tuesday, and it took Musk until today to even say who would be backing the effort. Let's just say his account has been a little more wild than normal lately, and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. A Tesla spokesperson said Banks' claims were complete nonsense. Our sister site Gizmodo heard from the man himself, and Musk said he has never met Banks or communicated with, communicated with her in any way. Banks dropped the accusation on her Instagram stories, where she began by saying that staying in, she was staying at Elon Musk's house was like a real episode of Get Out, which I don't know what that is.
1: It's a movie. Okay. It's, a good, it's a good movie. You'd like it.
0: Before saying that she's been waiting around for Musk's girlfriend, Grimes, for a while, she then added that Musk is too stupid to know, to know not to go on Twitter while on acid. She says, <laughs> LOL, I waited around all weekend while Grimes coddled her boyfriend for being too stupid to know not to go on Twitter while on acid. Then she had the nerve to go to, to ghost on me and book me a first-class fight through Rock Nation as if she's big enough to send me out of L.A. They're both, fun. they're both effing. She typed it out, but I'll I'll not be profane. They're both two effing crackheads. He's tweeting on acid, effing up his own <laughs> stocks and whatnot. What a real life dummy. Okay, Musk is already being sued by shareholders over his tweets, and the SEC is investigating mucks over his blah blah blah. Banks went on to say that they invited me here to stay and told me I couldn't bring my boyfriend. Probably some weird threesome sex stuff to begin with. Banks then went all in on Musk and Grimes, alleging that Musk would have been better off hiring an escort. She says, all because he needed a date to the Met Gala to hide his shrinking dick from Amber (laughs) Heard. A fucking rebound. A beta male who took steroids and got hair plugs to convince himself he was alpha. There's no reason that in this collab with Grimes, I know so so much about Elon Musk. Grimes is really an idiot. Banks doesn't F around. To say she's being known for being bombastic is an uh, understatement. And then it just goes on to how much of a human debris this, this woman is. But so, there, I mean, there's some really weird tweets from. So Elon. I'm going to
1: say one thing and then I want you to read those tweets. Give him the benefit of the doubt for a moment and say he wasn't on acid. The question still remains why is he surrounding himself with these people?
0: I don't know. I think this dude is. Imagine his life.
1: I, I mean, I can't. I don't know.
0: It's got to be just like. Totally devoid of any reality. I mean, he's just, he's been put on. Imagine his ego. Right. He's been put on a pedestal by Everyone. millions and millions of people but that, as a god and a savior of mankind. That's he's, basically he's got a god complex. Maybe. What do you mean maybe? I mean, we don't know that he thinks that so, himself. here's some tweets. At DEFCON, HQR, SC what? <laughs> that was the whole tweet. That's the whole tweet. Okay. Short shorts coming soon to Tesla merch. <laughs> <laughs> what are your favorite short shorts? Uh huh. Sexy with a three instead of an E. Sure. The model three. Paired with thigh high sock boots. Unisex. Thigh high socks with pockets for lip liner and cards. <laughs> These are his tweets. These are his tweets. This is what he's tweeting. It, it, it just doesn't. So
1: then it does seem more plausible that he's not sober while tweeting, we will say.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So it's he may, it, 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 What's funny is like you can't go, yeah, no way.
1: Yeah, no. You, I mean, if this, this was, was if someone did this plausible. about Bill
0: Gates, you wouldn't be like, huh, "Bill Gates definitely on acid."
1: Yeah, you no, know, you just wouldn't do that. Um, so yeah, it's plausible. And again, I don't understand. Okay, even if he thinks he has this god complex, and he, I can't imagine he's like sitting around all day. Like he's a busy guy. I'll give him that benefit of the doubt. Why where does he have
0: time for this? Exactly. Well, where does and why is he choosing <laughs> to surround himself with these people? <laughs> to be fair, where does the president of the United States have time for this? He's True. tweeting all the time too true so clearly, i don't know
1: and that is we've drawn that analogy before and it is just so what weird. do you think
0: what do you think's is worse being us having to cover and talk about this stuff or being a white house correspondent
1: oh definitely a white house correspondent That's yeah, probably terrible worse, right? terrible job
0: so side note why is tesla uh-huh. an american taxpayer supported company uh-huh. building factories in china uh-huh. and courting private equity investors from saudi arabia right tell me why why is no one talking about this? Because it's Tesla and they're great. Do they not know what's going on with uh, Apple and what China said about Apple and what they're going to do? Do you know about this? No, I don't. Um, quote, well, th- what they're thinking about doing is a response to the tariff war that's going on with right. and China is they, they're they threatening to kick Apple out of China. That would it suck says. for Apple. It is impractical. This is the Chinese government sure. newspaper, whatever. It is impractical and unreasonable to kick the company out of China. But if Apple wants to continue raking in enormous profits from the Chinese markets amid trade tensions, the company needs to do more to share the e- economic cake with local Chinese people.
1: Do you disagree with that?
0: Uh, yes, because I don't like communism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I... Okay. Why are we in China? It's there. They are 100% our enemy. And if we don't think they're our enemy, they think we're theirs. Right. Guaranteed. It's because it's cheap labor. It's cheap labor, but at what cost? Well, and why is a company that was funded by taxpayer dollars allowed to build factories in China? This is the whole problem of doing all this stuff to begin with. What of funding companies? Yes, like why are our taxpayer dollars funding a company that's going to eventually get bought out by some Saudi prince and build their fucking shit in so, China? So,
1: uh, bring up to speed. How is Tesla funded by American tax dollars?
0: Subsidies. They. I don't okay. know the. I don't know the exact number, but what they're basically you not when you buy one right you get you get taxpayer dollars right so you're it.
1: saying yeah w- the consumer has taxed subsidies therefore the government right and the companies have paying. The,
0: com- the companies have subsidies as well i gotcha um so yeah yeah I-
1: no it's it's convoluted i'll say at the least
0: um the SEC has also ramped up its investigation into tesla privatization plans sending subpoenas to Tesla regarding private plans and must statements involving funding secured sources.
1: Yeah, you can't just say, hey, guys, we're going to buy back all of our shares at this price. No, the
0: SEC is wigging out. Um, because, yeah. The Tesla board doesn't know anything about this, either. They just want him to stop, <laughs> saying multiple, multiple directors have recently told Mr. Musk that he should stop using Twitter, with one urging him to stick to building cars and launching rockets, according to people familiar with the board's communications. Tesla employees, including the company's PR staff, have echoed that that point another person said mr musk hasn't heeded that advice he has continued to post messages on twitter publicly plotting the company's strategy and on some cases cases making assertions of dubious accuracy that has only added to the chaos engulfing the struggling company
1: not to mention the short
0: shorts is amazing (laughs) i I absolutely it is certainly entertaining so uh i think that's all we have time for we've got all kinds of stuff i wanted to cover but i think that's it
1: Well, before we go, I'll talk about if you're not going to buy a Tesla, you should buy a Volkswagen. Do you know where from? Tell me. Luther Westside Volkswagen, number one Volkswagen dealer in the country and the largest selection of Volkswagens and other used European cars right here in the Twin Cities. They have a great facility with great people inside. I've talked about uh, several friends I have, including Chris, who all love their experiences there buying cars. And uh, they really are stand-up guys, and you can get a good deal from them. You can find them over at westsidevw.com. Otherwise, just check them out out on Highway highway 100. Excuse me.
0: Yes. So uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk a little bit more about, you know, what's going on with the Yugo. I've got stories on that that I don't have time for. And I've got stories about the 996 that we don't have time for, and I know that you have stories. I've got
1: things, too. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to
0: work on your car tomorrow together. So, uh, yeah, we should have some more stories for you coming up. And uh, in the meantime, head over to iTunes, leave us a review, get yourself entered in that steering wheel contest, and we will see you guys next week. Take care.